What is going on, everybody? This is Mike Hughes, and this is episode 100 of Mike on the Mic, everything sports-related podcast. I'm so happy to have you guys on here. Um, it's been one hell of a ride. This has been nothing short of amazing. Um, the people I've met, the, the, the athletes that I've made connections with, the other podcasters and broadcasters and professional analysts that I've been communicating with and, and getting in the talks to and being a part of ASAP Network, if you don't know about that, um, it's a network that I've recently uh, had reached out to me and, and I am now a part of guys from all over Texas, North Carolina, California, New York, all over the place. And now me adding into from Chicago, um, all because of a podcast, all because of an idea. Um, and, and I just appreciate you guys so much for listening to me and just having these conversations and, and just sticking with me through it all because, you know, I'm going back to school this fall. Um, I know we're going to get into the episode really quick, but I just wanted to say it. going back to school this fall. I'm either going to dedicate myself to sports broadcasting um, after I get my associates in two years or so um, or being a, or being a high school teacher or a college teacher. So I could be a baseball coach, a football coach, a lacrosse coach, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I'm really just following my dream right now. And I'm really excited about this. And if the opportunity takes me somewhere further, I, I will fully take advantage of it. Um, I also want to say congratulations to my friend Jeremiah Paparaki uh, and former teammate. We played uh, at Northtown Academy together. We played baseball. We were huge Cubs fans our whole life. And now he is the PA announcer for the Chicago Cubs. So shout out to Jeremiah Paparaki. I'm so happy for you, brother. Um, and you and you deserve this. You deserve the world, man. I mean, since day one, I've, I believed in you. Um, so congratulations to my boy. Now to kick off episode 100, who else to talk about than the beloved Chicago Bears? We're going to be talking about the official 2021 Chicago Bears NFL schedule, baby. 17 games this year, so no way we finish 8-8 eight and eight for a third year in a row. We are not the Dallas Cowboys. We are not doing that. We have fucking Justin Fields in the house. We have fucking Matt Nagy going to fix himself. He's going to get it all together. We have two hogs, an offensive lineman, Larry Borum, Tevin Jenkins. Let's get it done. Bobby Massey gone. Charles Leno Jr. gone. Um, Sam Mustafer, Cody Whitehair, uh, James Daniels, all fully healthy. You love to see it. Going to continue to progress. Darnell Mooney just got into some beef with Jalen Ramsey, apparently. We're going to be talking about that as well. Allen Robinson has been franchise tag. Cairo Santos is here. The defense is back. Kyle Fuller is the only exception. Um, pretty much we're going to be talking about it all. I'm really excited about it. Um, the official schedule week one, let's break it down. Sunday night football at 9, 12 at 7, 20 PM. The Chicago bears will play in LA against the Los Angeles Rams. Very excited about this game. Matthew Stafford and the rejuvenated Los Angeles Rams, Jalen Ramsey, um, against Darnell Mooney. It's going to be very interesting. And here's why it's interesting. First of all, um, let's talk about the situation that it's at hand. Jalen Ramsey has recently had a lot of beef with Chicago Bears fans. Um, he's very upset. He does not know how to take a joke. He does not know how to do anything, really. Um, here's a quote from Jalen Ramsey. Quote, can't wait till week one so all these lame-ass Bears fans can shut the fuck up about they number two wide receiver. Unquote. First of all, they are, not they, um, but it is what it is. You know, it's not like you're a professional. But, it, you know, um, yeah, and this this all happens because, if you don't remember, Darnell Mooney completely obliterated Jalen Ramsey's ankles last year, um, which, which should have been over a 60, 70-yard catch to the house. Um, but I believe it was Nick Foles who overthrew it, or it was Mitchell Trubisky. I don't fucking remember, really. It was one of them. They were rotating so often. Um, 
But yeah, it was an overthrow. Darnell Mooney did get locked down pretty much the rest of the game, but that play specifically is one of the plays where all the Bears fans got super excited about Darnell Mooney um, and what he can bring to the table. I'm still so excited about it because, bro, like, I'm sorry. Oh, my voice cracked. Bro, like, it happened. It happened. And um, there's nothing you can say about it. And I also I want to say I'm sorry my voice cracked. This is my sixth podcast recording today because I just wanted to catch up. I've been working so much. But anyways... It happened, and he needs to own that. And, you know, all jokes come with it, and he's just sorry as hell. Jalen Ramsey, from what I've heard, is not a great guy. Um, There's other people that have beef with him. There's other people that think he's just a shitty individual. So I think, you know, things like that actually get to him. He's like an actual, like, I think he's very, he thinks very highly of himself. So that's what I think his main problem is. Um, I've also heard other issues about, you know, know, other things off the field with other players and, and their sisters and other stuff like that. Um, but we're not going to get into that. But that's why I think this is a very exciting game. You also have Aaron Donald. You also have uh, Matthew Stafford and, and, and uh, um, Sean McVay. almost said Sean Payton. Um, but, yeah, that's not even what's most exciting. What's most exciting about this is the Justin Fields conversation. Um, if, is Justin Fields going to be QB1? I definitely do. I definitely do think so. Um, I think going into this season, Justin Fields needs to be QB1 off the bat. And there's a lot of people that'll say, oh, why do you think that? When, you know, you you should groom him the same way they groomed Patrick Mahomes. Fuck that. Um, Here's why Patrick Mahomes was groomed. Patrick Mahomes had all the talent in the world. But Patrick Mahomes did not come from a college um, that bred football players. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people that say the same thing about Justin because Ohio State doesn't breed a lot of um, NFL-ready quarterbacks. And by football players, I meant quarterbacks, not football players in general. Um, Because let's be real. Half of the Patrick Mahomes fans out there cannot tell me where Patrick Mahomes played in college. So that's why he was groomed. That's why he, he sat under Andy Reid, Matt Nagy, um, Alex Smith, and others for a year and just learned. But Justin Fields has been doing this since he was like 15 years old. He's been under the spotlight. He's always been one of the best in the state where he's from. Uh, he's always been one of the best guys on the spotlight, aside of Trevor Lawrence, aside with Trevor Lawrence um, and others, you know. He's just, he's just ready, I feel like. Joe Burrow started, did insanely well. Justin Herbert, you know, came in a little bit later, but he still performed very well. Trevor Lawrence is going to be coming in. There's no question about that. So is Tim Tebow. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. But before we continue going on with the schedule, that's why I just wanted to make that point. Justin Fields, there's no doubt in my mind, should be starting. Now, obviously, yes, still be mentored by Andy Dalton and Nick Foles. Probably the best quarterback room in the NFL. We went from one of the worst to one of the first. Uh, without question, you have a great talent. Um, you have Andy Dalton, who is one of the best Cincinnati QBs there ever was statistically. Um, you have Nick Foles, who's statistically one of the best backup quarterbacks of all time um, and a Super Bowl champion. So you, you have the pieces of what it takes to win and what it takes for Justin to have to be a leader. Um, and he has great guys to be able to follow from that because these guys understand their current roles. Um, I'm really excited for it. I think he definitely is. Going into this conversation, but when I make my predictions at the end of this episode, I will say um, what I think their record will be, and it will be based off Justin Fields starting all 17 games bearing injury. Um, and I truly do believe he will be the starter by week one. This kid is dedicated. This kid wants to win. Um, there's no doubt in my mind. He even said, he goes, if you're not fighting for the spot, then then what are you doing here? Like, is it's verbatim what he said. That's my dog making another appearance for the second time today on the podcast. Rizzo, thank you for joining us. Um, 
please shut up. <laughs> Anyways, um, it's one of those things. I just think it's going to be an amazing game all throughout. You know, Akeem Hicks, Aaron Donald, Khalil Mack, Roquan Smith, always great to watch. Um, Jalen Johnson making another step. Jalen Ramsey, you know, it's going to be a great game. Um, and here's my other big point. If you have Jalen Ramsey focusing solely on Darnell Mooney to make a point, <laughs> Daz Newsom, Anthony Miller, oh, and what's his name? The elite top five quarterback in the league, Al- or not quarterback, wide receiver, Allen Robinson will be left wide open. I mean, if that's how he wants to play it, that's fine. But if Allen Robinson's going to be wide open the majority of the time because you want to prove a point about our second uh, string wide receiver, that's perfectly fine with me. I could give a rat's ass. Go, You do you by all means. Um, but, I mean, it's your bed, so you're going to have to lay in it at the end of the day. So if you end up losing the game because of a 80-yard bomb to Allen Robinson because you decided to cover uh, Darnell Mooney on a slant or a give-and-go, I mean, that's on you. Um, but yeah, that's week one. Really excited for week one. I think it's going to be a great game, a great matchup, great energy. Matthew Stafford, we've defeated him before. We know how his, how he rolls. Um, if we could just nail him down early, I think we'll be straight. If we could force him to pass the ball, I think we'll be good. Um, because they really don't have a run game. So if we just force him to throw 40 plus times that game, um, I think we'll have it in the bag just because of how exhausted he'll be, how exhausted the offense will be with Cooper Cup really being one of the only offensive weapons they really have right now um, receiver-wise. So it'll be interesting. So I give that a W. Um, if I had to give a prediction right now, mind you, this is with Justin Fields starting. Um, wide receivers, obviously I already named um, Goodwin, Miller, Mooney, uh, Robinson, Newsom, Ridley, um, Wims if he makes it, Miller if he makes it. Um, you know, Cole Komet, Jimmy Graham, offensive line, you got Jenkins, um, Mustafer, Whitehair, Daniels, and, and, uh, Borum. Then you got Justin Fields. Um, I'm really excited about this. I think this, David Montgomery, Tariq Cohen, uh, Herbert, Khalil Herbert, and others. I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be a great offensive performance. Um, you know, I would say if I had to guess, just because it's Matthew Stafford, I'll say maybe Bears win 31-24. I'll give him that. I'll give him that um, because it's also Sean McVay. He's a very talented individual. Given, giving him Matthew Stafford is going to be legit. Um, now you go into week two, Sunday, 9-19, or, you know, September 19th, 12 p.m. versus the Bengals in Chicago. Love this. Justin, Her- or Justin Fields versus uh, Joey B. Love to see it. Um, you got Demar, uh, Jamar Chase, you know, I mean, it's going to be a great matchup, but that offensive line is dog shit. So I think we're going to get on, we're going to get on, uh, Joey B very quickly. I think they're really going to have to use Joe Mixon a lot. Um, just because to protect Joey B early on in the season, you can't be going up against, you know, Roquan Smith, Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks, uh, Robert Quinn, and, and, and many others just, just that early on without any protection. That's why I wanted them personally, um, to get Penay Sewell. I thought it was the obvious move. He's a Hall of Fame talent. Now he's a Detroit Lion. I have to deal with that shit for the next probably 10 years because no way they let that guy go um, unless he wants to go. But, you know, for this game, I'm going to keep it short. I really think the Bears blow him out. Um, I could see it being something. I'm not even going to like, you know, these aren't like final predictions. This is just me right now guesstimating. Um, I'd say like 
Bears win 28-plus to, like, 17. I really don't think they're... I'll give Joey B and Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Joe Mixon and all them. I'll give them the credit where credit is due. Um, but without that offensive line, you're still playing a top-10 defense. And, you know, when fully healthy and under Sean Desai, which we really don't know what he's going to be as a new defensive coordinator, could potentially be a top-5, top-3 defense again. We really don't know. Uh, I wish Kyle Fuller were still here, but... I like to play. I like the other guys we brought in to mesh with Jalen Johnson. Uh, we also have Kyle, uh, Eddie Jackson returning to his college number number four. Hopefully that'll bring in some energy for him and make it a lot better because um, we've had a couple slow seasons from him. Not slow, but just not himself. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Next up, we got week three. Um, this is nine uh, nine twenty six twelve p.m. at Cleveland. This is gonna be a great game. This is going to be a great game, regardless if we win or lose. Um, Really, here's what I'm going to say. I love the Bears. I love them to death. But I I will say I think this is our first loss. I think this is our first loss, and I want to say it's going to be close, but I really have no idea. Um... It's 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 gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be very interesting because we really don't know how good Cleveland's gonna be and how healthy they're gonna be. But they have added some monsters. They've added some absolute beasts to that defense. They have added a lot of lot of lot of lot of beasts. I I, I can't even begin to start um, with everything they got going on. But with that being said, I think it's gonna be a very defensive heavy game. Odell Beckham Jr. obviously coming back off a torn ACL. Um, I think he's going to be great. Allen Robinson will continue to be great because, like I said, um, outside of like Denzel Ward and a couple others, they really don't have great defensive players um, at the at the um, secondary position. But I definitely think they could get it done. I think the Bears could easily win this game, but I do think it's going to be a shootout. I really do, and a def- and a defensive one at that. I think it's going to come down to. Probably 24-21. It's probably going to come down to a field goal. Um, the craziest fucking part is they have Cody Parkey. <laughs> so if Cody Parkey were to, God forbid, you know, win the game for them, I'd be fucking pissed. But I trust Cairo Santos a thousand times more than I trust Cody Parkey. So we'll see how it goes. But I do think this will be our first loss of the season just because of how deep they are. Um, how ready to win they are. Um, next up, going into October, October 3rd, um, right after my dad's birthday, um, we play Detroit in Detroit at 12 p.m. We have not had a we have not had a home game on a Sunday yet, which makes me very upset. Um, but it is what it is. Oh, actually, yes, they do. They did on the second week. Take that back. Um, yeah, they're playing Detroit. This is going to be easy W. Easy W for me just because of the fact that even though they have Panay Sewell, you know, they have Jared Goff, they have all these guys now, um, they just completely ignored the wide receiver aspect. They have no offensive weapons for other than Hawkinson. Um, I would say the Bears probably win this game. I, I'll give their defense a little bit of credit. I'll say like 24 to 13. I really, I really don't think that offense is going to be any good. I really don't. Panay Sewell is great. Don't get me wrong. Um, so currently, after four games, the Bears are sitting at 3-1, and one, in my opinion. Next up, we're going 10-10, 3-0-5 game at Las Vegas against the Raiders. Um, this game is going to be very interesting. I think the Bears win this game simply based off the fact that, you know, you really don't know what you got. 
um, with with the Raiders. They're very good. They have a great tight end. Um, Derek Carr is still an amazing performer. You have Henry Ruggs, who's great. You, Rizzo, you better stop. Stop. Um, but you really don't know what you have as a whole right now. Um, and, and, and the big thing about that, I'm closing the blinds if you can't hear because my dog's literally about to have like a panic attack. Um, the big thing about that is I think there's just so many weapons for them that I don't know if we have the corners to really deal with that. It all really depends on what Eddie Jackson is capable of doing and how Eddie Jackson decides to handle himself this season. Now, Jalen Johnson, I believe in, it's just his health. You know, the shoulder injuries, even towards the end of last year, we saw him with shoulder injuries. We really don't know what's going to happen with that. Um, So I will give the Bears a W just because Justin Fields and that offense and with Matt Nagy rejuvenating it, hopefully – I'm really just banking on it, and I think this we're going to be a very offensive-heavy team now with a very average defense. That's how I'm looking at it. Um, this defense could be elite, don't get me wrong, but I think we're changing the tides. I really do. Um, I think we're always going to have an average to an elite defense, top 10, top 15 for sure, um, and, and then um, just an elite offense. But it, it's, going to be, it's going to be very interesting. So, yeah, I got a, I got a win against Las Vegas. Um, I'm not even trying to be biased here. <laughs> Next up, um, 10, 17, 12 p.m. at Chicago versus Green Bay. This goes one of two ways. I really don't know how to put it. If Aaron Rodgers is on the Packers, it's a, it's a toss-up. If Aaron Rodgers is not on the Packers, it is a W guaranteed. No question about it. Um, but as of right now, he's on the Packers, so we're going to speak to it like he is a Packer. Excuse me, whether he's sitting out, whether he's traded, whether he retires partially for a short period of time or a long period of time, I don't know. Um, but as of right now, Aaron Rodgers is a Packer. So if I reigning MVP, if I had to be honest, I will say with Justin Fields starting, I would give an L. I would give an L just because... I think it would be Justin's first taste of going up against a very, very elite quarterback. Um, I do think later on we're going to have a discussion about what I think going into um, when they go against Green Bay in Green Bay, what I think happens. Now, if we get this, if, 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 now it's a big if, um, if Aaron Rodgers leaves the Packers, we win the division easily. Um, but right now we're currently sitting at one, two, three, four, four and two. Not a bad, not a bad way to start the season after six games. Um, I'm really excited about it. I think this is honestly one of the most realistic ones we've had. Um, going at next week, we have 10-24, 3-25 game against Tampa at Tampa. Easily, I think it's a dub. I definitely think it's a dub just because the way this defense completely annihilated Tom Brady the last time we played him. Had him thinking it was, had him thinking it was fourth down when the ball was turned over. Um, I mean, that, that, or, or that. Yeah, I think that's exactly what happened. It was so long ago. Um, and we did that with Nick Foles. So with Justin Fields, I definitely think this is a W. Um, there's no question about it. We're currently sitting at 5-2 and two after beating Tampa in Week 7. Going into Week 8, it is Halloween. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, at 12 p.m. at Soldier Field against the 49ers. Um, easy dub. Easy W to me. And, 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 I'll, and I'll explain that as well. I think it's because we're such a great offensive team now. And I, I know I'm jumping the gun. Justin Fields might not even play, but even if Andy Dalton is QB1, I truly do believe he can get it done. Um, he's good enough to get it done. He's thrown f- over 4,000 yards in the past in many, many seasons. 
um, in several seasons, if I'm not mistaken, he's done that. Um, He's a great one. He's got great offensive weapons. He's got a great offensive line. He doesn't need to escape the pocket. He can just sit there and vibe because we have two hogs. We have great, great three in the middle. Um, I think we're set. David Montgomery, I mean, it's just going to get better from there. Tariq Cohen in the slot and wherever you want to put him, um, I think it's going to be great. Now, here's my next situation. Also, wait, I didn't even cover it. Uh, the 49ers, whether it's Trey Lance, uh, whether it's Jimmy Garoppolo or whoever it may be, I just don't think they have the offensive weapons. I know you have George Kittle, and that's fine. He's one of the second best tight end in the league right now. Uh, Travis Kelsey's obviously number one for me. Um, I, I could see the argument, but I personally just think Travis is a lot better. Uh, I mean, wasn't he, wasn't he leading all receivers in yards? Not even just tight ends, receivers? Um, but anyways, I just don't think they have the offensive weapons. I think, you know, um, they, they are lacking wide receivers, whether it's Trey Lance or whomever it may be. Their running game, they still haven't really figured out. They have a few running backs right now, but they're not dedicated to one, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, they really just, I don't think they really know what they're doing. They're banking on Kittle's health and Garoppolo's health. So if Trey Lance is thrown in against this defense, I think we swallow him up. Garoppolo isn't mobile enough anymore, in my opinion, to be able to get something done. Um, George Kittle, love him. He's a Bears fan. He's one of the reasons we got into the playoffs last year. Um, after the, after they beat, I believe they beat the Cardinals or something, something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Next up week nine, 11, eight, seven, 15 game at Pittsburgh. I'm going to this game. Me and my boy, Justin Chache is one of my best friends. Uh, he's a diehard Steelers fan. He was so excited. He got Najee Harris. I got Justin Fields. My boy, uh, my other best friend, Elton, uh, he got, um, who did they get? The Eagles got, um, Devontae Smith. We were just so ecstatic. It was the first time all three of us got exactly who we wanted in the draft. And I was the one that was nervous that I wasn't going to get who I wanted. thought we were going to get someone like Alex Leatherwood for a second. And I was going to fucking throw a table through a wall or something. But anyways, we're going to Pittsburgh. We're going to go enjoy the game. It's going to be great. I'm so excited for it. I can't wait to have like just the, just the best time. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, so yeah, currently I have the team. What do I have them at? I have them at, uh, they lost to Green Bay. They lost to them. This is week nine. I think it's going to be a tough game though. I think it's going to be a tough game. And to keep it completely honest, unbiased, I think it's the Bears third loss of the season. Um, I really do. And, And I say that I say that sadly because I just think this defense, not only was it the, great, the best defense of 2020, um, Chase Claypool going into his second year, Juju Smith-Duster, Smith can never say that, on, a, on his one-year deal, has something to prove. Big Ben, Najee Harris is the big one for me. Ebron, um, Najee Harris is a completely game-changer. Um, just because the Bears have had a hard time with the run game lately. Um, you know, obviously, Akeem Hicks is great, but it all depends on Akeem Hicks and where he's at. Is he fully healthy? What's going on with him? Um, Najee Harris, though, is one of those guys where he can hit you off the sides. So it's one of those things where he, he can go to your strong side, he can go to your weak side. It doesn't matter. As long as he's not going up the, up the middle against guys like uh, Nicholas Nic- or... Um, Bilal Nichols, not Nicholas, I'm sorry. Bilal Nichols, um, Eddie Goldman, or, or Akeem Hicks, he'll be fine. If he runs straight towards Robert Quinn, he's gone. I promise you that. That guy is gone. Um, so I think it's going to be a very defensive-heavy game. Um, 
But like I said, you know, you still got Khalil Mack and all them and, and, and Roquan Smith, and that's fine. Um, but Big Ben ain't no scrub. Um, he, he did look horrible in the playoffs, but in the regular season, Big Ben shows up. Now, if Big Ben's injured or something happens, I think the Bears get the dub, no question. Um, but currently, I have the Bears, let's see, um, one, two, three, four, five, six. So there's six and three. So do I have it right charted? I just want to make sure. One, two, three, four, five. No, I don't. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, so we're currently sitting at six and three. That's not bad. That's not too bad. It's pretty decent. They were on a three win, uh, three week win streak. So I mean, you can't really complain. Were they? No, they weren't. So what are you talking about? Yeah, okay. So they were on a two week win streak. You can't really complain. Um, but yeah, so. I think it'd be a, it's going to be a really great game regardless, but I do think just because of the inexperience with Justin Fields going into Pittsburgh with the number one defense, I think they might just get the best of us. You know, I think it'll be a tight game. I definitely do. Um, but you never really know what's going to go into that. Um, next up, we're going into week 10, I believe. We have a bye week, so that's exciting. Um, going straight into week 11, 11, 21, 12 p.m. versus the Baltimore Ravens. W, easy dub. Um, love Lamar Jackson, love everything about him, um, but they still have not addressed that official number one wide receiver for him. And I think with this offense, Justin Fields and all of that going on, um, I just don't think their defense can hang as long as ours can. So I'm going to give them the dub. So the Bears currently sitting at seven and three. Um, I'm trying so hard not to be biased. I just, I watch all of these teams and I just don't think, you know, they're as good as everyone thinks. Um, Thursday, I believe this is a Thanksgiving game. 11.30 a.m. at Detroit. That's another dub. We're not even going to talk about it. We already know. 8-3, and three, Bears growing. Um, next week, 12.05, 12 p.m. at Chicago. We are playing none other than J.J. Watt, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, and others, and company, <laughs> Isaiah Simmons and all of them. Um, we are playing the Arizona Cardinals. Um, this team is very good. I think they're going to be very good. Um, I give the Bears the edge for one reason and one reason only. It's because I don't believe in the health of J.J. Watt. I really don't. Um, so I believe that, what is that, um, week 13. So the Bears are currently... 10 and 3 or something? I don't know. Um, we're going to count. We're going to count when it's all said and done. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's great. I think, you know, the, the Arizona Cardinals made great additions. I just don't know if the health of J.J. Watt is going to last all the way to week 13. And it's risky. You really don't know, especially with years past, just those t- pec- pectoral issues um, and, other, and other arm injuries that he's had in the past. It's, it's really just questionable. Um, week 14, 12, 12, 7, 20 game at Green Bay, giving a fucking W fuck Green Bay. We're getting the W. Um, Justin Fields is going to come back, clap right back at him, whether it's Aaron Rodgers or not. Now, obviously you, it's either we're going to beat Green Bay twice with Jordan Love as QB one or Blake Bortles or whoever the hell they decide to throw if Aaron Rodgers is gone. But if he is back, I think we walk in the Green Bay and we slam it down their throats and, and Justin Fields proves to us why he's QB one. Because that kid takes losing seriously. So if he loses early on in the season against Rodgers, he's definitely going to show it back. Now, we finally see the Vikings. Week 15, 12-20, 7-15 game. Um, 
I believe it. This is in Chicago. I'm gonna give it a W. The and and honestly, we're not even gonna get that deep into it. We're not even gonna have that deep of conversation. Justin Jefferson, complete dog. Dalvin Cook, complete dog. Adam Thielen, complete dog. That defense is decent. They just traded Michael Hughes, very or Mike Hughes, to the Kansas City Chiefs. Thank you for freeing him. Happy I don't have to see him anymore. Want my boy to get a ring. Don't want him to be stuck with Kirk Cousins, and that's the main issue. Um, I, the Bears. The Bears are 5-1 and one in like the last three years, I believe, against the Minnesota Vikings. And adding Justin Fields, who's someone they desperately wanted to draft, but the Bears traded up to number 11 um, and, and luckily got him before. Because let me tell you, I would be afraid of, of them. I would be very afraid of the Vikings if they would have Justin Fields, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, and Justin Jefferson. They would be nasty. Nasty. Um, but luckily, didn't happen. Um, with that being said... Bears move on. You know, I just don't see the Vikings being that serious of a threat. Next up, we got Week 16, 12-26, couple, or a day after Christmas, 3:05 game at Seattle, giving the Bears a loss. Uh, you know, Russell Wilson coming off one of those MVP-type seasons. I think they're just going to get better. Jamal Adams, Bobby Wagner, all those boys um, going into Seattle with fans back, having the 12th man. Um, you know, I just think it's going to happen. You know, we were on a good roll. Can't win them all. Um, you're playing up against one of the greats that hopefully Justin Fields can aspire to want to be like, um, and, and that's just going to happen. Next up, we got week 17, one and January 2nd, 12 PM game in Chicago, We're playing the New York Giants. I give that a W Daniel J- Jones as good as better as he's been getting. Um, I just don't see it. Roquan, uh, Saquon Barkley, not Roquan Smith. Um, Saquon Barkley, you know, obviously coming off an ACL injury. We really don't know what's going to happen with that. Um, I'm praying for him, though. Got him on my fantasy team. He's my only keeper. Um, I'm really hoping he comes out and he shows out, but you never really know. So with that being said, um, I don't really think they handled the draft that well. I think they probably were better off drafting Justin Fields than keeping Daniel Jones and maybe trading Daniel Jones for like a fourth or a third round pick. I don't really know what you would really get for him. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, I mean, who really knows? But I give the Bears a W, no question. We already beat them earlier on in the year last year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I'm really excited about it. Week 18, final week, 17th game of the season, 12 p.m. at Minnesota, giving it another dub, no question about it. Um, had to give this a dub just because, like I said, not afraid of Minnesota. Not afraid of Kirk Cousins. Justin Jefferson, afraid of Dalvin Cook, afraid of Adam Thielen, very talented, somewhat afraid. Um, with Kyle Fuller being gone, it might be an issue, but I just don't trust Kirk Cousins enough. Now, if Dalvin Cook takes off and they completely run the offense through Dalvin Cook, it's a different conversation. But the way the, the, way the NFL works nowadays, I just don't see that happening um, because he's not at a Derrick Henry type level. He's good enough, but he's not like a 30-40 down back. Every ba- every down. Um, so with that being said, how many losses do we have on the season? Four, 17 games. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's. I think it's very reasonable for the Bears to go 13 and four. I think it's it's very realistic. That's my prediction right now. Um, when things change, you know, I will obviously make in-game predictions, whether it's Andy Dalton playing or whether it's Nick Foles at some point, because if they don't want to commit to Justin at all for 2021, if something happens to Andy, Nick will be in. Um, or if Justin Fields just takes the spot right off the jump or at some point early on during the season, we really don't know. Um, with that being said, I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited to continue talking about the Chicago Bears. I think this is going to be an amazing season. 
Um, and I just can't wait to continue to talk about it because really my big thing with the Bears right now, and there's just so many things to talk about. That's the schedule. So also, just to recap, we have Rams, Bengals, Cleveland Browns, uh, Detroit Lions, the Las, Las Vegas Raiders, the Green Bay Packers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the San Francisco 49ers, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Then we have a bye week in week 10. Then we have the Baltimore Ravens, the Detroit Lions, the Arizona Cardinals, the Green Bay Packers, um, the Minnesota Vikings, the Seattle Seahawks, the New York Giants, and then we cap it all off with the Minnesota Vikings again. Um, amazing, amazing roster. We have, I think it's top three hardest schedules in the NFL. Um, for me, it's really only that hard if Justin Fields isn't starting from the jump. That's, that's truly how I feel. Um, I'm not trying to say this kid's going to be an MVP. I'm just saying I think we're just better off if we just roll with it because we're going to have this kid for five years at minimum, minimum five years because you have the four-year deal and then you have you know, um, the fifth-year extension and then maybe you could even franchise tag him for a couple years like they do with Dak Prescott um, until you eventually pay him um, or whatever you, know, you end up doing. But I just think you know, at the end of the day, the best way to learn is to physically do it. And you could still learn from Nick Foles. You could still learn from Andy Dalton and Matt Nagy and, and, and Bill Lazor and all of them on the sideline. You could still learn at the same time. It's not like you only, you're only there one time a week. You're there every day. So you're still going to be learning things. Um, so for me, I just think you just throw Justin in at the beginning. Um, we've seen it before. We've seen guys come in at the start. And, you know, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. If it doesn't, you take them back out and you let them progress. Um, but if he does and, he, and he's comfortable with that role, which he said he is, um, he wants to be that franchise quarterback. He's made that clear. He wants to be that winner. And he said, if you're not ready to be that, you shouldn't be there. And I love that attitude. Um, that's truly exactly who Justin Fields has been. I've been following him since I was 17 years old. Um, he was on QB1 on Netflix, and that's how I discovered Justin Fields. That's how I figured, learned about him. Um, and, and honestly... The kid's just been showtime for so long. Um, so I, there's no doubt in my mind that we're going to have a great season. So as of right now, I got the season looking at 13-4. and four. It's very optimistic on my part. I think it could be worse. Um, it could be better. You don't really don't know. Um, but I think all of the wins I suggested aren't out of the ballpark. I mean, I only have us beating Green Bay once. Obviously, you lose to Cleveland, you lose to Pittsburgh, and you potentially lose to Seattle. Most of those are away games. Um, and I think that's where the biggest issue comes from, especially with Seattle, with this 12th man, all the fans be yelling and going crazy, but you know, that's all I really got for you guys. Um, I'm really excited about it. Thank you guys again for 100 episodes of your support. It's been nothing but crazy. Um, I just hope to continue to make you guys proud. I love you guys. This has been like a great outlet for me. Um, not to get like deep or talk to you guys about just like my problems and stuff I got going on because I really don't. I'm a pretty happy guy. Um, but you know, throughout the pandemic and stuff, not being able to see my friends, not being be able to see my family and just talk about things and go to places and work out at the gym 24 7 like I used to, um, it was hard. And, and, and making this podcast and realizing how good I truly am at it, not to you know act like I'm great. Um, but how comfortable I began to get with just talking to you guys and just having these conversations. I truly found a, a calling that <laughs> I, I never took seriously. Um, it's one of those things where 
I think my buddy Jeremiah actually made me realize this when he, he got his job with the Cubs. It was when he said he when he was a kid, he always wanted to be a PA announcer. He always wanted to talk, do what he's do, currently doing. Um, and I kind of didn't feel that way like about myself. I never thought of myself as being like in the booth talking about it. I always thought I'd be the player. Um, but then I realized, what did I do 24-7 with Kevin Lopka of uh, Bears Nation podcast, you know, growing up when we go to the school together. Um, we would just sit in the back of the class and talk about sports all day. So even though it wasn't on my mind to become that, it's all I ever did and it's all I've ever been. So I think, I think that's just what speaks volumes to me. And, and once I realized that and started making these connections um, with ESPN analysts and, and, and NFL players and MLB players and others, I just think I really truly found my calling. So once again, not to be mushy with you guys. I love you guys. Thank you guys for all the support over the last, I don't even know how long I've been doing this. What is it, almost June? Almost a year. It's been about like seven, eight months. I don't know. Um, nine or ten, something like that. Um, but I just conti- I hope to continue to do this for a very long time. Um, until the next one, until 200. But all right, guys, this has been Mike Hughes from Mike on the Mic. Everything Sports Related Podcast, episode 100. Love you guys. Go Bears.